This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, you guys. Hope you guys can hear me. <laughs> okay, let me make sure. I'm going to check my other page, honey, because you know this page likes to start. Okay, there we go. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Hey, everybody. Hey, yes, today I got time because thank you guys for joining me. I'm on time. Actually, I came on a minute early. How you doing? Um, today's a lot better day for me. I just want to thank everybody um, who was in the last stream and just like really sent me a lot of kind words on Instagram, which is now gone, um, on Facebook, Twitter, emails, Discord. I really appreciate it. I've been going through a lot, obviously, you know, but, you know, I have no regrets. I, that's just the type of person I am. You know, when I'm angry, you'll know. When I'm happy, you'll know. And when I'm sad, you'll know it. I don't believe in holding emotions back from people. It just lets people know that you're human. You know what I'm saying? So I just thank you guys for that. Um, so I'm back here, honey. You know, I'm in the, I got the burgundy on. One of my favorite colors. Okay, so I, there's a lot to talk about. Oh, my gosh, a lot to talk about. So I was, let me break down what happened on Instagram, what the final straw was for me on Instagram. So as you guys know, I was on there this weekend, you know, just, you know, trying to feel better after, you know, the past few days. So this was Sunday and I'm just posting stuff. You know, we're laughing about fabulous posting, trying to ask the Internet for advice. I'm like, somebody go check me, make sure her teeth are still there. Um, You know, I was all about just the different stuff that was happening with the supply chain. You know, I was putting up a lot, of, you know, uh, food for thought type post as well. So then. I post about Tiny and Shekinah. And, I, and so in the comment section, I wrote, you know, this is why you cannot stand any celebrity or, you know what I'm saying, like think that because you're friends with a celebrity, it's somehow going to like be your livelihood. You know, you have to stand on your own. That's why I don't go out my way to be friends with celebrities and ask them to do things for me and things like that. That's all I wrote. Here comes some goofy bitch named Sophie, Sophie Norsk. I'm not even going to cuss you out because I'm trying to, you know, turn a new leaf. But screw you. You're not really a fan because if you was a fan, you wouldn't have wrote what you wrote. And then when everybody started checking your ass, I think this is when I got flagged. She basically came on there was like, oh, I love you, T, but you do the same thing with Cardi. So people started checking her like, how the fuck are you comparing T? I, I mean, not T.I., but Tiny and Shekinah to T and Cardi. I've never been to Cardi's house. I've never done you know, a show with her. I'm not on her album. You know, just people just wanting to reach for any type of negativity. So I come back on there and I check her. Like, first of all, you're reaching. You're, you're an idiot to compare me and Cardi's, you know what I'm saying, like us being cool on social media to Tiny and Shakana being friends in real life for years. Cardi ain't never met my children. I've never met her daughter. Like, what are you talking about? 
All I know is after I left that comment, somebody else commented after me. Uh, it was Miss Flawless NYCC. I take screenshots. I got the screenshots here. So Miss Flawless NYC was like, at Lovely T, I was waiting for you to comment on this. And Jamal K. Blue was dragging her and was saying, no, she don't. She's held Cardi B accountable multiple times. So everybody started dragging her. All I know is I try to uh, refresh my page. It would not refresh. It kept saying can't refresh feed. So then I hit up Umbertone and I'm like, am I lagging? Yeah, so Sophie, you suck. You see the commenters are coming for you suck. And I'm not even going to put your whole internet name out there, your ad, because I don't want nobody trolling you, but you're trash. So all I know is I couldn't refresh my feed no more. So I hit up Umbertone. I tried to send her a message in the DMs. It came back, message failed. I tried to hit up Marcia, came back, message failed. So I'm like, dang, what's going on? So then I go to the Discord and I message Umbertone. I said, hey, is Instagram down? Because it's not refreshing my feed, but if I log into my other Instagram profile, it works just fine. And so she was like, nah, my Instagram is working fine. So I said, okay, well, cool. Cause I was on a walk at the time I was walking. Y'all know I'm trying to get back in shape. You know what I'm saying? It's short skirt season. Well, I'm able to wear a crop top, all that shit. So I'm getting back in shape. So I mean, I'm walking and like nothing is working. So then I come back home, I jump on my computer and I get all these notifications telling me that I'm inciting violence. I'm bullying and harassing, you know, and at that point, that was the final straw. That was the final straw for me. And I'm going to go ahead and show you guys. I had posted this on my Instagram page before I deleted it. So y'all knew why I was leaving. That was that was the final straw. I'm not going to be bullied and, and attacked. And then when I respond, I'm the bully. I'm inciting violence and all this stupid shit. So I don't know if Sophie flagged it or if Instagram was being messy. Don't know. Don't care. At, at this point, I don't even care. It had to go. So let me go ahead and show y'all what they had the nerve to send me when I logged into Instagram. So they posted this. So this was after I deleted it. It says your post goes against community guidelines, harassment, or bullying guidelines. Mind you, this broad came to my page trying to compare me and Cardi to Tiny and, and Shekinah. And so they, they said I was bullying. Then they put all this stuff. They removed a post talking about I was inciting violence. Uh, post removed for hate speech and symbolism, post removed for violence or dangerous organizations, uh, post removed for bullying and harassment again. So I took to my other page. I said, you know what? I couldn't take this shit no more. I deleted my other page. I had over 237,000 followers. Fuck it. Okay. I'm the type of person I've never tripped over no numbers. Okay. Because numbers don't mean shit. There's people on here who got millions and millions of followers on YouTube. And they're in the same position I am financially. So numbers don't mean anything, okay? And what I got tired of, I know y'all love my IG, and I'm sorry, Jessica. You know, I love my IG too, but I cannot deal with the censorship anymore. And I'm not going to put my energy onto a platform, one that does not pay me, okay? I'm not a beauty influencer. I don't get a dime off of Instagram for my posts, my jokes, you know what I'm saying, my memes, all this stuff that I create. I don't get paid for that. I just do it just because it's fun, you know what I'm saying? But it's like anytime I defend myself, I speak truth to power, my posts get taken down. But if I was on Instagram shaking my ass, telling people to just, you know, you know, just giving bad advice, being just a mean person, just messing with people, bullying, trolling, and all the stuff that we see on social media. It's funny that those accounts stay up. They never get harassed. They never get messed with. 
but I'm constantly, constantly getting harassed, constantly getting my posts taken down, constantly being frozen out of my account. So I said, you know, at, at this point, F Sophie, F Instagram, I'm out. So I started all the people who were following me. Um, it was to the point, y'all know this, I was shadow banned. People literally had to find me by going through a fan page. I don't even know who, who was the owner of that fan page. I had to send them a DM yesterday just thanking them. Like literally everybody goes through this random fan page that somebody decided to create to click on at lovely T 2002. Cardi B has to go through that. Safari, my manager, everybody has to go through that if they have to send me a message or look for me. How is that okay? But yeah, you got people out here saying racist stuff, uh, trying to mess with children, doing all types of stuff, but their name comes up just fine. And they really started silencing me after the George Floyd situation, when I was showing what was going on in Minneapolis, when I was showing real stuff and celebrities were shouting me out and telling people to follow my page. That's when they really started censoring me. You know what I mean? So at this point, I'm over it. I have a Discord. That's why I will be. I'll post some stuff on my backup page, but I'm not on that page like that. Um, I'm not letting nobody else on there because I just don't trust people. There's like 26,000 people on there. That's it. That's all. I, I'm not into the whole followers on, on the gram and all oh, my, I don't care about none of that bullshit with Instagram. So I, I'll sit at 26 with my peace of mind than having goofy ass trolls at 237,000 who always want to come for me any chance they get. You feel me? So, and it's not just me. And some people being censored on there is ridiculous. That's why a lot of these platforms, they're going to, I'm on Twitter. I don't do Twitter. They put me in Twitter jail. So all they get Twitter, I have Twitter. And that's why I left Twitter and went to Instagram. Because every time I was posting on Twitter, I end up in Twitter jail for like a week. So no, like all these platforms, unless you're just like, oh my God, oh my God, you guys, you know, just being ditzy or not talking about anything of substance, they just, they stay silencing people. If you're going against the grain, if you're going against the mainstream narrative, if you're thinking outside the box, you're a threat. And so they just start silencing people. I found out today they've also been silencing Amanda Seal. So I guess Amanda Seal is starting her own app. I don't know if I'm freezing or not. Okay. They said Amanda Seal is starting her own app and she's charging her fans $12 to interact with her. So a lot of these people, a lot of these celebrities, they're now starting their own platforms, their own discords. We've seen Lovely Joe run and do the same thing. They're now starting Patreons. They're now starting other streams of income and other, you know, just other platforms that they're supporting now. Because why is everybody doing all of this for Instagram when nobody gets paid off of that site? They don't cut nobody a check. Unless you're getting sponsorship deals. We bring all this money to Instagram, all this foot traffic. We've made the, the CEO a billionaire. And then this is how they treat people who have helped to build up their site. So at this point, screw Instagram and, and, their, and their BS censorship because it's not fair. So I'm over it. So that is what happened. I'm gone. You know, I know a lot of people called me yesterday like, you know, it'll be okay. Just come back. And I, I just really don't even want to fool with Instagram at this point. I just do not like their platform. I don't like their censorship. And like I said, it's not just me. They do it to, to anybody, any truth teller, any conspiracy Instagram, anybody just speaking truth to power, you know, they silence them. And it's going to get to the point where a lot of people are going to stop fooling with these social media apps. And I believe the reason why they're not fool, why, um, I'm not even going to go there. I'll go there in the Zoom meeting. 
that I, I think because a lot of people are backing away from social media is why they're pushing the vaccine. But we'll go deeper. We'll talk deeper about that in the Zoom meeting. I'm not going to talk about this, uh, about that on YouTube. But there's a nefarious reason why that's being pushed. But um, so, yeah, that, that's why I'm gone. So thank you, Sophie. <laughs> I believe she flagged me, but it's all good. You got your wish is my command. I'm out. I got other places, you know, where I can use my voice where people support me. So why, why keep putting my voice out there on Instagram and it doesn't benefit me at all. It just causes me more stress and anxiety. You know, there's certain things I want to post. And every time I post, I got to think, is it okay for me to post this? The shade room can post people fighting. Hollywood Unlocked can post people fighting and doing stuff. Nothing happens to them. I can take the same video with the Hollywood Unmarked, uh, Un Unlocked watermark from their page, re-upload it onto my page. I'll get punished. It doesn't make sense. So I'm over it. Let's see here. Um, Renice NJB. Hey, sis. I haven't seen you in a while. She sent 20. She says, love you, T. I really, um, I really keep you lifted up and wish you'd give me. Uh, and hold on. It just disappeared. Oh, Lord. It was like flash and then it disappeared. I'm going to read it. I'm going to come back and read it in the um, other page. Let's see here. Brenda Brunch sent twenty four ninety nine says, "Keep being transparent. It's great. It's a great character trait. Keep being you." Thank you so much, Brenda. I appreciate it. Thank you, sis. Uh, Classy Collins says, "You are a great representation of a grown professional woman, intelligent and always keeping it real. Keep it up. Rep keep representing us, grown black women. I definitely will, sis. And thank you so much for the support. I appreciate you, uh, Mackenzie. Thank you for the fourteen ninety nine, sis. Appreciate it." Uh, let's see here. Money Cash Lexus sent 10 says, I hope this super chat goes through because I haven't had luck the last few times I tried. It went through and thank you so much. I've been hearing people been trying to send super chats and YouTube will cap it and won't let them send it. So I don't know what that's about, but I appreciate your support. Thank you. Um, Tabby Gangsta Classy sent a super sticker. Thank you so much, Tabby. Um, individual Thoughts sent $50 says T. Have you considered virtual reality? That platform is ripe. No, I have not. Um, especially, I mean, it's going to eventually get to that point. That's why they're pushing a lot of these AI influencers and things like that. And there's more and more AI, um, CGI, you know, kind of put them on the same boat. But there's more and more of them popping up every day. Uh, somebody has sent me a link to this little baby. It's like a little baby AI, CGI. I think her name is like Quee Quee. It's a little black baby. <laughs> and she was dancing to that Natasha Bedingfield song, Unwritten. And it was so, I loved it. It was funny. But yeah, I, I laugh, but I understand she may be my replacement in the future. You know, but I haven't checked it out yet. But thank you. Um, let's see here. Sinful Cleopatra says, love you, auntie. Just turned 23, been watching you since the tea fizzle days. You helped shape me as a woman. When I don't have anyone, I watch your vids. Truth can't be silenced. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Thank you for being a longtime tea sipper. Um, Lachey Monet says, I can't stand these apps now. They have my Instagram to where you can't search me. It's ridiculous. I feel you, girl. Keep representing, girl. Thank you. You are so welcome. Yeah, this is happening more and more 
to regular people. It's not just influencers. It's not just people with a big following. If you are saying something that the establishment does not like, they are censoring, they are censoring and shadow banning people left and right. And it is ridiculous. That is why people left Twitter in droves and went to parlor because people are tired of the nonsense. And that's the same thing happening with Facebook. And that's the same thing that's going to be happening with Instagram is people are going to be leaving and creating their own personal websites. I know Kaya does the same thing where she charges people. She does her live stream. She does everything through her websites. That's what a lot of people are going to start doing. And it's unfortunate because, again, you know, I always try to put myself in the shoes of the consumers, right? So as you guys being fans of mine, I know you guys watch other people and you guys support other people. And it's like, really, we're spending so much money just to keep content. You know, not even our favorite influencers, but also Netflix, Hulu. Disney Plus, everybody wants their own streaming service and you got to pay per thing. YouTube, if you don't want ads, you got to pay for that. Then on top of trying to support your favorite influencers. So it's like, you know, just coming on social media is starting to become a bill. Like there's literally like a list of people that I pay every month just to keep their content going, just to support them. You know, so it's it's crazy how it's getting. It really is. But at the at the end of the day, I feel like these sites, they don't need people's supports anymore because they're not appreciating it. They've gotten very arrogant, you know? So when people pull back their support and find other avenues, then we'll, then I wonder where Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter will be. They'll be like MySpace. Remember, MySpace got cocky too. You know, people left them in droves. Let's see here. Uh, Cassandra Durham says, my first super chat, it's not a lot, but you're my fave auntie. Keep being real. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. Thank you for the $5 super chat. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. And yes, hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe, honey. Um, so it, it's just so much going on right now. Let me just check something out. Let's see here. Uh, Carmela Stevenson, 20, says, hey, T, been digging your content for years. Keep up the groovy work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, so I wanted to talk further about this situation with Shekinah and Tiny. Okay. Now I hope a lot of you guys had a chance to listen to the podcast. It was long. That's why I did the podcast just so I can come back here and do the live stream. So y'all can listen to her rant and rave and break stuff down. Now I'm going to say this. I believe a lot of everything, basically everything that Shekinah was saying. Now, me and Shekinah, we've had our issues, okay? But y'all know one thing about me is that I'm fair. And as long as you ain't really did nothing to me personally, you know what I'm saying, or my family, the shit is water under a bridge. I don't know her like that. It's not, a, I didn't lose no sleep over it. When she sent this shit from her lawyer, I it got ignored and I kept living my life, Okay. So I don't have any particular issue with Shekinah, even though, you know, she's done little weird shit to me for whatever reason. But I can always be objective in any situation and really listen to both parties. Now, I'll say this. This was a big life lesson for not only Shekinah, but I hope a lot of the youth are watching this play out and understanding. Just because you have a social media following just because you're verified, just because you're an influencer, that does not necessarily equate money. Just like when you see people on television, these reality TV shows, that does not equate money. 
Okay. And I've said this for so many years and people are like, oh, you're a hater. You're just jealous. You're not on TV for what? So I can split what I make with 50 different million people? Absolutely fucking not. I'm comfortable right here on YouTube. And now fast forward five years later, everybody's running to YouTube to do what? Commentary. Okay? The same ones who were sitting on Instagram bragging to y'all, trying to shame y'all. Y'all remember Hazel E? I'm dripped in Versace and Givenchy and, you know, Fendi Down and all this other shit. Well, I'm dripped in this damn $10 shirt from um, Forever 21. And I'm okay with that. It's sexy. I think you can see my bra, so let me come down a little bit. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that that's why I never fed into none of that shit. All that stuff was people fronting. Because when you really work in the industry, you understand how things are behind the scenes. Most of those people are not living that trife life, okay? When you're in front of the camera, you're the one being exploited, quote unquote. The folks who are making the money are the people behind the scenes. Remember, y'all can put a teacup if y'all, you know, remember. I've always said the money is behind the scenes. The money is in writing, producing, editing, filming. That is the real money, okay? Black Panther was ended up being a damn near billion dollar movie. But guess what? Guess who got a bulk of that money? The folks behind the scenes. The writers, the producers, the cinematographers, the editors, the actors were paid a set salary. So everything I've been telling y'all for years is coming to pass and being shown to you guys via Shekinah and her situation. Even though she was on television on a hit show, the show was a hit show for VH1. The Shekinah and Tiny show, it was a hit show. People liked it. I watched it. That's how I became a fan of Shekinah's. Okay. Even though she was on that show, she wasn't getting no money like that. And before she got on that show, she was running with Tiny, doing her hair. You know, she was making like guest appearances on the Tiny and Toya show. And she was getting paid in tips. So again, it goes back to the old saying, everything that glitters is not gold. Sometimes you see these folks, they're running around with celebrities. They're taking pictures and everything else. And that's just all it is, is a picture. Once that picture is over, that celebrity's going their way and you're going your way. So I've never been enamored by none of that shit. I've always had the forethought to think independently and do stuff for myself independently and teach myself what I needed to teach myself instead of depending on other people. So people trying to clown her talking about, oh, you're still doing hair. That is her livelihood. That is what you know she was bred and born to do. She's a hairstylist. Why would she stop her job and stop doing what, you know, what she was trained to do, what she knows to do to run behind Tiny. That doesn't make any sense. So I like the fact that she was keeping it real and she was telling a lot of these kids, it doesn't matter who you run with. These folks are not going to take care of you like that. Remember when I told you guys when the pandemic first hit, a lot of my friends in LA who were, I'm talking about big time stylists from major celebrities, A and B list. They were literally broke. They when, when LA shut down, when Hollywood shut down, there was no more income coming in. Those same celebrities they were taking pictures with and I'm styling this person and I'm styling that person. When shit got hard, you think they looked out for their, their hairstylist? You think they looked out for their fashion stylist? No. They said, hey, I'm not walking on red carpet, so how can I pay you? 
and kept it pushing. A lot of them were selling their luxury items, handbags, clothes, just to try and make ends meet. So don't never get it twisted because you're running around with a celebrity that they're supposed to take care of you. I've never had that mentality. I've never asked nobody. Anything that anybody has done for me as far as a shout out or, you know, even when Safari came to my post and was like, hey, I want to give you your flowers now because you're always telling the truth. I love your Instagram. I didn't ask him to do that. I wasn't expecting that. Just like when Cardi shouted out my products. I didn't ask for that. I don't ask nobody for shit. Period. Because I've never been the type to want somebody to hold something over my head and say that I made you. You ain't made a motherfucking thing over here. And I think that was the problem with the whole Shekinah and Tiny situation. Where, like I said, the mentor, the mentee started suppressing the mentor, started surpassing her, excuse me, started surpassing Tiny. Because remember, when the show was on, everything was about Shekinah. Shekinah was funny. She had the personality. She had folks laughing. That's why I tuned in. I tuned in to see Shekinah. But they were low-key exploiting her because she's more ghetto, she's more country, things like that. But once, and they didn't think she was really going to go anywhere. You know, it was cool when they were exploiting her, right? For her accent, her demeanor. But once she started blowing up, it made them feel away. She talked about it. That is why they got rid of her. She talked about it. And so at that point, I feel like that's where the main conflict came in. Because she was supposed to be the sidekick, the comic relief. But then the comic relief started surpassing the main star. Think back, 90s kids. Y'all remember Moesha? What was the drama that happened on Moesha? Remember, that was Brandy's show. We all love Brandy. We all love Moesha. But who started blowing up? The one that they least expected. The short, fat, funny girl, Countess Vaughn. And everybody was like, oh, Countess is so funny. She should have her own show. And they ended up they, they ended up not being friends for years. Who remembers that? Let's talk about it. Okay, I'm glad y'all remember that. It's the same situation. And I think now Shekinah's looking back at everything and she's realizing that she was used, you know, and they, they kept making her feel like you should be appreciative to be here. A real friend is not going to make you feel like you should be appreciative to be around them. If we're friends, we're friends. I never want to be in a situation where somebody makes me feel like I should be happy to, to just be in your space. Who was you supposed to be? God woke me up this morning, not you. So don't never allow somebody to make you feel like you should just be happy to be around them and breathe the same air as them. Absolutely not. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Ain't nobody better than nobody, period. We all have our own journey and our own walks in life. So I'm glad that Shekinah is not speaking her truth. And I'm glad that she's keeping it real. Now, I remember, like I said in the podcast, when I first was watching the whole thing play out with her, you know, talking about uh, Sabrina and all the sexual exploits. And I remember I kept thinking to myself, who was that laughing in the background? Who are those women? You know, I didn't know it was tiny. I didn't go that deep into it. But you could definitely tell she was getting egged on. And so I have played y'all a clip in the podcast, but I'm going to play it now so y'all can see it visually. It was a YouTuber, and shout out to her for this good detective work, honey. 
uh, she's the one who went and was able to put two and two together. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you here. Let me remove this real quick. Give me just a second. Oh, matter of fact, let me pull it up here. I'm trying to pull up the video real quick so y'all can see this. The person who made this video on YouTube, um, they broke it down. Let me get their name. The Plainest Jane. That's that's the person's name, The Plainest Jane. I couldn't think of what their name was on the podcast, but I wanted to go ahead and shout them out. They're the ones who did the work putting it together. So I want to play that for you guys here. I didn't appreciate this. This is my last straw for her. When I made that comment about her, I was in, she was in a room with me. Motherfucker was sitting right there with me. She the one telling me what to say. And then when all y'all in America go crazy on me, my own supposed to be free and sit there and let y'all take me down. Knowing I ain't got shit to do with none of that shit she got going on. She let y'all, she let the world tear me up. That when I said, you know what? I done did your half for free. I done kissed your motherfucking ass. I done been there for you. You done took all my old friends. Now they your best friends. Y'all pay attention. I got to do it. Pay attention. I want to put more. <laughs> hey, y'all, send it to the Pretty High office. It's the office called Pretty High. Let's look, look that up and get the address. Oh, uh, yeah, but, okay, they're going to start, but Pretty High, it's the stuff called Pretty High. Pretty high. That may be the workplace in Atlanta. Just Google it. Pretty high location. Mm-hmm. Pretty high. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that might. Uh. I don't know. Pretty high. She wants. She gets high. Yeah, you like you high. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, like a small no. Yeah, CBD. No. Yeah, CBD. Oh, I'm trying to think. What else I got? Somebody asked me. Oh, Mickey gave me. No. Yeah, CBD. Oh, I'm trying to think. What else I got? Somebody asked me. Oh, Mickey gave me. No. Yeah, CBD. <laughs> Why she ain't talking about she done sucked his dick and fucked her and ain't her pussy? Why we ain't talking about that? Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, y'all want to talk about that? Let's get into it. I'm trying to figure out why she ain't told y'all how much pussy she ain't. Why she ain't told y'all about she wanted the women who used to go recruit bitches for them to fuck? What's up? Hey. <laughs> hey, man. They got a real seat. They go ahead and know why she ain't told she didn't get fucked. And she went in apartment. Why she didn't tell y'all that she done had some of that dick too?
What he had in this? <laughs> Black power. You so into the power, but you the one recruiting the hoes to come get fucked. Oh my god. Oh, and I'm in the courthouse talking this shit. So the courthouse is <laughs> I'm in the courthouse. They listening. We done told the whole goddamn courthouse to tick. I just want to know why you want the hoes to get fucked and you don't want to tell your story. Now, bitch, I would have thought you would have came out and said, they done fucked me too, y'all. But now, <laughs> you stay there and pull the gun out. You want to go with the gun instead of just saying, you done, you done did fuck Miss Sabrina. And then let's talk about how you used to be going to get them hoes and them niggas to fuck you and Patrick. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how many women used to go get to fuck you. Mm. All right. So, like I said, shout out to Planet Jane. She's the one who put that together. So, Shekana was not lying. So, when Tiny came back on some, oh, she's making it up, mm, sounded like Tiny's voice to me. There was definitely several women there. So, again, they done gassed her up, had her, you know, play the fool, run her mouth, and then when shit got hot, everybody backed up off of her. That's crazy. That lets you know who your real friends are. That's like when you were a kid and your friends egg you to go do something. Like, oh, go go toilet paper that house. Go toilet paper that house. Then you do it. And then the folks, you know, they come out there. They turn on the lights and y'all get caught. And you're left holding the toilet paper. Your friends done ran off. Same situation, you know. Uh, let me go ahead and read these super chats here. Kirk, uh, Tareen sent $99.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. They said, hey, auntie, no matter what they try to do, they can't keep a blessed woman down. Keep waking up the masses. Much love. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Child, they try. But like I've said before, you can't destroy what you didn't help build. So thank you for that. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Um, Jakari King sent 1999. He says, tiny being in the room telling Shekinah what to say is literally her admitting to recruitment and scandals. I swear they make it too easy. Mm. It is. And I think that's why they're mad that she keeps taking the social media. Because when everything comes out in the wash, they're going to find out that Tiny was there. And that is where she kind of got the information for from. Because remember, when she tried to come back crying, she said some man named Willie told her this. And we were all like, well, how the hell would Willie know what was going on in their bedroom? Well, it seems like Willie is Tiny. <laughs> So I don't know, but the whole situation is messy. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Sammy S. sent $4.99. He says LaToya Forever only makes $1,500 an episode, according to her ex-husband, to act a fool. Shaking my head. Damn. That's crazy. But that is the reality of reality television, is that they do not pay like that when you're first coming on until you're more established. So that is why these people act a fool and just, you know, they, they try and turn up because they want to come back the next season. Because in the next season, then at that point, they can offer you a bigger paycheck. Remember when Kenya first came on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, she was nasty, very nasty, very rude, disgusting disposition because she wanted to cause drama to make sure she'd be asked to return. And now she's one of the highest paid housewives, you know? So again, is it worth selling your soul and your peace of mind? For some people it is. But reality television destroys a lot of relationships. Like I told you guys in the last stream, I've been catching up watching Married to Medicine. I'm really liking the show. I was more into Real Housewives. That's my franchise. I don't care if it's Potomac, uh, Atlanta, New Jersey. That is my franchise. But 
Off and on, I would watch Married to Medicine, but I never watched a full season all the way through. I might catch an episode if it's on. I'll sit and watch it and I'll forget about it. But I've been sitting really watching it. And I'm on the six, I'm on the sixth season, season, excuse me, episode three. And so now in this season is where Quad got her show with Sister Circle. And you can see how the dynamic has changed between these women. And that is the problem with a lot of these shows is that when they first start, everybody's trying to make a name for themselves, trying to build out a personality. And then the fans, they start picking who they like, who they want to be around, who's their favorites. And it starts getting to people's heads. Either their heads get big or some get very insecure. Remember when Mariah first came on the show, the show was supposed to be about Mariah and her friends. Then by the second season, it got flipped upside down and it became the quad show. You know, and then you got it where the wives became more popular than the female doctors on the show. You know, so it's very interesting how so much drama has just come because of reality television. And that's the same thing I see here with this situation with Tiny and Shekinah. You know, that's why she was kicked off the show, because she became a bigger star. Now, let me go ahead and read some more. Um, Melissa says, I guess I have to go over my break then. LOL. Love you. Thank you for making our Mondays even better tea. Um, um, uh, what is that? Kumoas mucho. I'm not just butchered that in Spanish, but thank you so much, sis. I appreciate the super chat. Thank you for the love. Chad, I be trying, honey. I'm not good with Spanish at all. <laughs> um, Randy Austin sent 1999 and says, T, I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through. Nana Nia sent 99.99. Thank you, Nana. She says, I just want to say that I have so much love and respect for you. You give us more than tea. More than news, life lessons. Thanks for being selfless in your message. We got you, T, no matter where you go. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate your support. Thank you. I really just, that means a lot to me. That means a whole lot, so thank you. Um, Simply Irresistible says, this is why I said I want to build my own name up, no ladder. I don't want a celebrity catalog. They had their noses turned up, but ran to OnlyFans. Yep. And that's what showed you that a lot of folks were not living that trife life that they were trying to portray on the gram. Look how many celebrities from VH1, as soon as the show shut down, they couldn't even maintain their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Within three months, regular folks were able to be like, okay, well, we're out of work right now. You know, we still got something in savings. We'll figure it out. All these folks ran to OnlyFans to take it off and show every inch of their crevice. Literally it was that bad. You know, and it just goes to show you that everything that glitters is not gold. For some people, all they have is their name. Remember, in the movie Titanic, that's one of my favorite movies. Remember when, when Rose's mother was tightening up her, I don't know what that shit is, a, a corset? Child, Remember them tight-ass corsets? And her mom was tightening it up. And her mom was telling her, you need to act accordingly. You need to marry Hockley. All your daddy left us was debt and a good name. And that's, that reminds me of a lot of these celebrities out here. They just have a good name from being in a certain movie or a TV show or being a fan favorite. But that does not mean that they have the money to back up that name. That was, that was some real tea that she was telling her daughter. And that still goes on to this day. Oh, Agent Matt. Oh, my gosh. Agent Matt sent $50. <laughs> He says, don't let this stuff distract you from the fact that in 1966, Al Bundy scored four touchdowns in a single game 
<laughs> While playing for the Polk High School Panthers. Love you, baby girl. Stay beautiful. Thank you, Asian Matt. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. <laughs> he always comes through just showing love. I really appreciate it. That was funny. I'm a fan of Married to Children. I got a chance to meet Al Bundy when I worked in L.A. What was the show that he was on with Sophia Guevara? That show. I met him on that show. Ed O'Neill's his real name. I can't even think of the show's name, but he was really, really cool. Very down to earth. He was just funny. And you know me, I forgot his real name. So I'm like, oh my God, you're Al Bundy. And he was like, yeah, my real name's Ed O'Neill. I was like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. <laughs> he was so cool. I always call people by their acting name by accident, but I don't know. I know him as Al Bundy. So thank you for that. Um, let's see here. I'm not blushing, you guys. Stop. <laughs> Modern Family, that's what it's called. Thank you, Modern Family. I was in the wedding scene in Modern Family, like back in like 2015. So that's funny. Um, let's see here. Sonia Tilson, $5 says, Salam Ramadan Mubarak. Been a while since I listened to you. Glad to see you're still doing your thing, Queen. Keep you in my duas. Thank you so much and happy Ramadan to you as well. My mom is Muslim, so she's definitely celebrating. So thank you. Um, Theodore Betha says, hey, T, uh, you're like my conspiracy auntie. You all speak the truth and helping me think outside the box. We love you. I love you, too, and thank you so much. So I've been on here for 40 minutes already. We have over 11,000 people in here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that like button. So now I'm going to go ahead and segue off of Tiny and Shekinah. Chad, we got to talk about some stuff that's going on here. Um, oh, one more thing. Let me say this before I go. I found out that James Charles, his editor, is suing him. I just found that out today. So, again, remember what I was saying in the podcast, that a lot of these people, influencers and celebrities alike, they tend to have an entire team. It's not just them. It's a lot of work doing stuff by yourself, you know, and it's always nice to have people who want to help you and you can pay them and things like that, because it is hard, like doing everything your damn self. Right. So she's saying that she's done so much work for James Charles, you know, on top of just being the editor. She was the videographer, the PA, the you know, she he running her for advice, crying on their shoulder and things like that. And so now she's suing him for all types of shit. I can go look it up. But I say that to say this, is that a lot of times people get to a certain position and then they feel like, again, that person should be happy just to be in their space. And I want to say to like influencers and celebrities, like that's not an okay mentality to have because like I stated before in a few streams prior, coming from a videographer standpoint, that is the tackiest shit to have somebody sit and work on a project for you for days on end as an editor, editing for hours on end, only for you to shortchange them or offer them $100. And it's like, damn, for, you know what I mean? 30 hours worth of work, like what the hell? But then imagine if one of these brands came to James Charles and wasn't willing to offer him his worth, you know? So, and the thing is he has money, so he had more than enough to pay this woman and obviously didn't. So it's gonna be interesting to see where that lawsuit goes. But- Again, this also ties back to Tiny and Shekana that a lot of these people, I don't care if you're a videographer or editor or stylist, makeup artist, know your self-worth and don't be so enamored 
by the glitz and glamour of who you're working for. Because at the end of the day, if the rent is due, you can't call the rent man and say, I'm Tiny's best friend. Who gives a fuck? Rent's due. $2,000, mother effer. You know what I mean? Like, in my Samuel L. Jackson voice, they don't care about that. This editor cannot call the electric company and say, hey, I'm James Charles's editor. Okay, bitch. That's going to be $300 for the month. So again, know your self-worth and don't allow people to play you, period, when it comes to your bills. And if they're not willing to pay you your worth, then don't work for them. Go and get it on your own. So that's my advice. <laughs> y'all know y'all can't play that with the rent people. They don't care who you work for. The rent is due, okay? We don't give a damn who you work for. So let me go ahead. I want to talk about this situation here. Um, the PPP situation. Now, we had a really good meeting the other day on Zoom where we went deep. We talked about the PPP loans, the scams. A lot of people are sending me this story and wanted me to talk about it. There's a young woman named Lakeisha Golden. And Lakeisha Golden decided to scam the government and do a PPP loan. And now, for some reason, she thinks it's our job to get her out of this. <laughs> Let me go ahead and show the show y'all this screen real quick here. This just tripped me out when I heard about this shit. So this is Lakeisha. She is trying to raise $20,000. That's her goal. And she wants people to help her pay back the PPP loan. Okay? And so far, 156 dumbasses have sent her over $3,000. Okay? And I call them dumbasses because last time I checked, when she got that 20 grand, did she call y'all when she was ready to spend it? Did she say, hey, internet, I got this free money. Who needs help? Who needs me to help pay their rent? Who needs me to pay their cell phone? I don't recall getting no text messages from Lakeisha Golden. So you, you damn right, I'm not donating shit, bitch. You got yourself into that situation. Good luck, okay? Now, I had somebody else call me today. This was a personal family member and they were kind of upset because again, these PPP scams are still being done. And somebody told them like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get X amount of money. And that family member who watches me and you know, who listens to me told them, do not do this, okay? This is federal, you can get in serious trouble. It's not worth it. Do you own a business? The person then got mad at them, got mad, started, oh, you think you are that and I'm gonna do me. And you know, I was just trying to hook you up and you over here preaching to me. And I told my family member, I said, you know what? You did right, but don't stress over it. Because the why she started snapping on you is because your truth was irritating her demons because she knows damn well she ain't got no business. She knows damn well she's willingly going into a scam situation and she's hoping and praying that she don't get caught. And when you're bringing her to reality, it's irritating her demons. So let her do her. She grown. Just make sure you don't get caught up in none of that BS. And I say that to y'all. Put a teacup. If y'all remember me telling folks last summer on Instagram, I said, I'm not judging nobody because I understand times is hard right now. People are struggling. So I'm not coming from a judging place. What I'm saying is that understand the situation that y'all are getting yourselves into with these scams. Remember, I was telling folks, don't get involved with this.
Do not do it. It's not worth it. The short-term money is not worth the ramifications. Oh, I got cussed out. You a hater, bitch. The white man been scamming us since slavery and the white man this. Oh, well, they scam us all the time. We pay taxes, don't we? Okay. Okay, I'm glad. I see the teacups. I'm glad y'all remember they was cussing me out and I blocked every last scammy, uh, scammy bitch off my Instagram page. You got a scammy energy. You're a thief. Go else with that, with that dusty energy. Because I'm trying to keep people out of jail and you're arguing with me and telling me that I'm a coon and a bed wench and that I should just shut up and let folks do them because the white man, you know, uh, uh, you know, makes us pay taxes. It, just foolishness, foolishness. So thank God for the people who listen, who did not get involved. Now, when we had the Zoom meeting, because um, like I said, I, I don't know the details of how people are doing this. I heard it's some random man on Facebook. He's contacting folks, sliding in their damn Facebook messages and saying, hey, I can get you $10,000, $20,000. You just got to give me your information, pay me, you know, $2,000 out of that. And then the money, the rest of the money is yours. And folks jumped on it thinking it was free money. Now, uh, shout out to Marquis from the, uh, from the Discord. She, in the Zoom meeting, was telling us how when she went to go apply for PPP, she has a small business, a real business. She wasn't able to get over $3,000. So that shocked me. I got chills during the meeting. I said, hold up. So you mean to tell me that you with a legitimate, with a legitimate business, the only amount you qualified for was $3,000? She said, yes. So that let me know one of two things. These folks who are walking away with ten dollars to $20,000, what did that person on Facebook put in as your damn business income? They got you. They don't put in some numbers having you out here as a millionaire. Because if she got a legitimate business and they're saying that she only qualifies for 3000 what did they put in when they put in your application that you walked away with 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand? Y'all not ready for that conversation. A lot of y'all are going to go to jail. And this is not local. This is federal. Also, we also spoke about this in the Zoom meeting. Don't y'all find it ironic that all these random people got approved? You mean to tell me there was no checks and balances? You got folks who ain't worked in years who got approved for PPP. You got folks who use their kids' as social security numbers, babies, you know, 12-year-olds who ain't never worked, and they got approved for PPP. So I believe it was something deeper going on that they were approving all these people so that way they can feed the prison industrial complex. Because a lot of y'all going to get caught up. You might be getting away with it right now, but a lot of y'all going to get caught up. I definitely, yeah, they put a list out. Thank you, somebody in the chat said it. Nina Stevenson, yep. That's how that boy's daughter got killed in Chicago because his grimy ass did PPP loans. And the police put his address on the internet and because they're out here shaming people who did it. That's how the ops were able to find out his location and stock him to that McDonald's. So they're blasting people. And once the feds come for you, it's a wrap. Because if you ain't got the 20000 like this girl to pay it back, you're definitely going to jail. And most of these folks do not have the money. Because as soon as y'all got it, y'all ran to Instagram to floss and shame folks who didn't do anything to show off money and, and, and mansions and bags and everything else. Y'all put that PPP money right back in the economy. 
And then you had goofies like T.I. telling people, well, if you're going to do if you gonna do the PPP, y'all might as well take that loan and go get a house. How are you going to get a house with scamming money, dummy? You got to go through a rigorous thing. They, they check everything when you're trying to buy a house. You can't buy a house with no damn PPP money. You have to have receipts and pay stubs. Half the people, they just did that scam and got their money and sat down. You got to be a real scammer to use that PPP money to buy a house. Most folks, they just did it because they were desperate. And you have folks taking advantage of that. And some did it just to floss. Let's not lie. You know. The whole situation's a mess. I want to show y'all this. Oh, Daniel Mo uh, Moa says, I know about 10 people who did this. Each got 10K with they scamming asses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know a lot of them. I, that's why I kept telling folks last summer, I said, I'm not trying to judge nobody, but I'm telling y'all now, if you guys are doing this shit, stop. They're watching, and they're going to eventually come for you. And folks said I was being mean. Now, let me go ahead and play y'all this white lady. I don't know her name. She's a lawyer. Y'all know the white man's ISIS coder. When I say something, I mean. When the white lady tells you that you're going to jail, y'all going to listen. So let me go ahead and play y'all what this white lady has to say to all these people, you know, shitting bricks now. She's saying some real shit. Chart, and you can see I use this a lot, is based on this graph. So if you can see, there are, there's a column going this way and a column going this way. This column is the offense level, and this column is the criminal history category. And in the middle are series of numbers which correspond to numbers of months. So let me explain what does this mean, okay? So this column, the offense level column, every crime is assigned a specific offense level. So if you're assigned, you're charged with a theft crime, your base offense level would be seven. Okay, so that brings us here. Assuming you have no prior convictions, you would be in this first row, okay? Then the next ca uh, calculation is based on the amount of money that was taken. So if you have taken out a $20,000 loan, the offense level is not going to increase that much, and there is likely not going to be prison time involved. Probably a felony conviction and probation and restitution, which means you have to give the money back. But they probably will have already seized your account or frozen your account and seized the funds if they're still in the account. The next level of case that I am dealing with, and these are the cases that are being charged. I've been watching the news. I've been getting the Google alerts. The cases that are being charged are the cases that are hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars, okay? So these cases would have a higher offense level because the offense level is based on the amount of money or the amount of loss. Okay, let me come back on the screen here. So she does a good job of breaking it down. I'm sure a lot of the PPP scammers are watching her video like, you know, like, where do I fall on the list? You know, um, if you have the money to pay it back, I'm sure they'll work with you. But the thing is, even if you do not go to jail, let's say you get $10,000 or $20,000 and under, they're not willing to put you in prison. That felony will be on your record. And for y'all who don't know or who don't understand, having a felony on your record, I mean, it, it keeps you out of so many opportunities from housing to certain jobs. So this is something that will follow you the rest of your life until it's expunged. So even if you don't go to prison, 
If you get that felony, it's going to be a wrap for a lot of people, especially young people who have their whole life ahead of them because they want to do some slick shit in 2020. So, yeah, she really goes in and she breaks it down. I also want to share another video with you guys because it's just getting really bad out here um, with how many people are getting popped. I mean, the things that people were doing with this money is just ridiculous because this money was supposed to help legitimate business owners. And the fact that people just lied and scammed and got millions of dollars is insane. So here go some extreme cases here. This fool in Florida went and bought a mansion. Feds, a man accused of using money meant for small businesses to buy this mansion in Central Florida along with other luxury items. He got away with it for a while, but now he's been indicted. The scheme helped him land millions from the PPP program, and Calvin's in the newsroom with the details. Well, we've heard the story before. The man is accused of lying about his business, saying it had hundreds of employees with an average monthly payroll of nearly $3 million. But federal investigators say none of that was true. A federal grand jury has returned this indictment, charging Don Cisternino of defrauding the federal government out of $7.2 million in COVID-19 relief funds. According to allegations in the indictment, Sister Nino is accused of lying about his New York-based consulting company to get millions of dollars in payroll protection plan funds. Investigators say during 2019 and 2020, the company had few or no employees other than Sister Nino and his girlfriend. According to the indictment in April 2020, the Bradenton man submitted a fraudulent PPP loan application including false supporting documents and bank statements. The application says the company had more than 400 employees. Charging documents indicate of the $7.2 million the couple received, more than $3 million of it went to this mansion. Property records show Sister Nino and his girlfriend purchased the home in July 2020. The 12-acre estate boasts a British-style pub theater, seven bedrooms, a tennis court, and a five-stall course barn. Investigators say it was paid for with PPP loan money. The grand jury indictment also claims a trail of evidence reveals Sister Nino spent thousands of dollars on pricey vehicles like a Maserati, Lincoln Navigator, and a Mercedes-Benz, all in a span of months in 2020. And Okay, let me come back on the screen. So literally, y'all can go on YouTube and just Google PPP loan arrest and frauds. I mean, the stories are insane. But you know, what's even more sad is the fact that this money was supposed to be for people who legitimately have businesses and employees to pay. So this is not like, you know, some people look at it like it's not, what's the big deal? Okay, whatever. He bought a mansion or they went shopping. Who cares? No, you have to care because it affected people. Okay, because the businesses who are legitimate, who applied, many of them were denied. Many of them did not get the PPP loans because scam artists like that man I just played, that video, got the money. So if this business is not able to get the money that was being handed out, how could they and then turn around and pay their employees? And then their employees were not getting any income because, remember, everything was shut down back then. Then they couldn't pay their bills. They couldn't pay their rent. So it was a trickle-down effect because of all the scamming. And another thing we got to understand, this is also going to affect all of us in the long run, because a lot of these states are now, you know, in, in the red because of so much scam that went on that they're, they don't have the money not to allocate for certain services. So I think it's going to be a long time before this PPP mess gets cleaned up. But again, I really feel like in a way they allowed this to happen 
because I don't understand how some of these people got approved. How did they get approved? How did how did Lakeisha Golden? Do y'all see Lakeisha Golden? She looks like she don't got a dime to rub together. How did she get approved for twenty thousand dollars? Just I'm keeping it real. Like, how did some of these people get approved? It just doesn't make sense. How would I get approved for that? It just does not make sense. So they had to know it was a scam. Child. Okay, let's see here. Um, Lola sent five. She says, I heard Insta only post 13% of my followers anyway. A new regulation, apparently. Love you, Auntie. Hope my super chat goes through this time. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat. Thank you for coming through, Lola. Um, L. Curry says, I appreciate you, T. Sent you a link to a documentary that talks about what you've been sharing about social media is the matrix for real. Where did you send the link? Was it on Discord? Was it via email? Y'all know I love my documentaries. So, and Discorders, please watch that video that I posted about the Sanford study on food, on processed foods. I know it's a long video, but that white dude was spitting so much knowledge that I didn't know about processed food and how we've gotten where we're at with food. So I put it in the food and health in the health and wellness room. So if you have not seen it, please check it out. It's a really, really good, I don't know. I don't know if you caught a TED talk. I don't know. He's just up there talking, but he's saying some real shit. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. It's some man at Stanford. He's saying some real stuff. Came up in my feed. I decided to share it with y'all. Um, let's see here. Kia uh, Randolph sent 1999. She sent the sticker. She says, you are amazing. Thank you so much, Kia. My Amor sent 9.99. She says, hey, T, my name is Wayne and I'm from Tennessee. I'm a new member. I have, I've been a tea sipper for a bit now. I know I've been waiting a long time, but I hope I can make it into the Discord. Stay blessed, T. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for coming through. Um, I-D-K-I-F. I don't know how to say that name. You got a lot of little letters in your name. Send five and says, T, you'd have less to no censorship if you use Twitter as your primary social media. If you created your own app, I love your content. Thank you so much. I have an app. The app has been done literally for like a month and a half. But now that I've taken down my website, we're having to revamp the app. So eventually I will have an app where I can post stuff and people can go on the app. Um, so it is ready. But then, you know, everything happened with the website. So now back to the drawing board. Um, but I'll keep you guys posted on that. But I just don't do Twitter. They, I, I was in Twitter jail just way too many times, you know, and Twitter has gotten really bad. So, you know, with the censorship, I just I can't support that platform. Um, let's see here. Tonia Rees sent $100 in Norway money. She says, hello from Norway. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Kimberly Parkinson sent $99.99. Thank you, Kimberly. She says, T, my boyfriend is a DJ. He made a live the other night. By the next morning, it was blocked with a whole bunch of copyright issues. I remember you and what you said right away. We love you. Thank you so much. Yes. The music, I mean, remember, they hit me with copyright for singing. You use my own voice. And I'm not the best damn singer. And they still hit me with a copyright. So it's gotten bad. These companies are getting desperate. They're running out of money. And they're trying to find it wherever they can. So he'd be better off DJing on Zoom to, like, friends and family. And then posting it on his own website, you know, for, like, people to come and enjoy. 
So that might be an option for him because I haven't thrown a party in a while, but when I would do my DJ parties on Zoom, they were lit. But we're moving, so everything's packed up. But once I get situated, I'm definitely going to do another party. I can't wait because they were always really fun. So thank you for that. Um, Hi, Key. Mikey says, I'm in boob heaven. Love you. Thank you, Mikey. (laughs) Thank you for the super chat. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all are a mess. Um, Leah Juju says, love you, T. I was in IG jail for four weeks. All because I left a comment under a story to child abuse. Wow. Yeah, that's what the, they'll punish you. But the person who uploaded the video or who was abusing the child, they're not punished. It, it's crazy. Um, Danielle Mona says, I know. Okay, she. Okay, I read that one earlier. Sorry. Um. Flacco Taco says, you are going to jail, period. (laughs) Burkett says, big facts. My husband and I own a business with residual income and we're denied PPP loans. See, there goes another person with a legitimate business. I heard that from more people who are legitimate than not legitimate about how they applied and they did not get it. It's crazy. Um, Let's see here. Janice Williams says, my cousin's baby daddy got three of the PPP loans. Wow. Yeah, I heard some people had multiple. They were applying in different states. Oh, it's going to be, this summer's going to be real interesting. A lot of them folks who were high signing in 2020, they're going to be in jail this summer. Um, Marquis said to money, she says, sis, they were only trying to give me 181. Oh, I didn't know it was 181. I thought it was 3000. Okay. That's even worse. She has a legitimate business and they were only trying to give her $181. So that that's crazy. Meanwhile, somebody's baby daddy got three PPP loans, probably at ten thousand dollars a pop, which is just insane to me. Um, Laura C sent four ninety nine. She says scammers come from all walks of life. They have people they know online using different social security numbers and fix the income. Yep, and that's the sad part is that a lot of people gave up their real info. So when they do come looking, they're coming straight to your home because they had to turn in their IDs and give them their real socials and things like that. So it's just foolish. It's just not worth it. Um, SM Rogers says, I just flew here to YouTube because I couldn't find you on the gram. Just know your gift will always make room for you. You keep shining and stay blessed. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Berka Hollett says, crime doesn't pay. Rico charges restitution are real. Learn from Kwame. He's out, but has to pay back $6 million. Oh, we, I remember that situation. That was the mayor of Detroit at the time. That's crazy. Um, Coco Taylor says discord house party after you move in. LOL. Love you. Love you too. I can't wait. I miss my setup. I cannot wait to have music playing and to just, you know, have fun and have a party. Those parties are always really cool. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Lady Pinky 2012 says, hey, T, I'm a big fan, but my baby daddy got a PPP loan. I can't wait until they get him. But other than that, I love you, T. Child, you. <laughs> I love you too, sis. She don't bless her baby daddy, honey. It's going to be a hot jail summer, <laughs> like somebody said in the chat. Instead of a hot girl summer, it's a hot jail summer. <laughs> oh, Lord, y'all are wildin'. She done caught out her baby father, honey. 
It's a mess out here. Yes, a lot of people I'm side eyeing. Oh, they was oh, they was talking so strong last summer. Oh, you should apply and applying for shit. I'm cool. If I ain't got it, I don't need it. And you know, them same people like, oh, you know, you good? You still straight? Yeah, I'm fine. They're nervous now. A lot of people are very, very nervous now that these, you know, they're realizing the trouble that they got themselves into. So it's unfortunate, but hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So now, how long? I've been out here an hour. So I, I, we got to talk about this chicken situation. <laughs> I've been telling y'all for a while about the supply chain and how the supply chain is being affected. I told y'all when we had that big freeze in January down in Texas and in a lot of the southern states, I said a lot of those southern states are the ones who, you know, grow the crops, the grains, the wheats, and things like that for us. And with that freeze happening and things being shut down, it's going to cause a disruption. Well, now it's coming out that there's a disruption in the chicken chain. The chicken council didn't know until today that there was even a chicken council. But the chicken council, they're worried. Okay, They're clucking. They're worried. There's not enough chicken in America. People on the Discord were telling me, because I don't buy chicken, I don't eat chicken. But they were saying that they were buying a pack, of, just a, a regular pack of chicken wings. They're now $13 in the store. Other folks are saying in their city, they can't even find no chicken. Uh, some man wrote today, they said they went to KFC. KFC told they want no chicken. What kind of shit is that? So it's getting bad out here, y'all. Let me go ahead and play y'all this video. I have posted on my Instagram and on Discord. This morning, from sandwiches to tenders to nuggets to wings, some Americans are having a tough time finding their favorite meal. It's kind of a, a crap shoot to see if they show up or not. Um, you know, you may order 10 cases, they may send three. Um, they may send none. We're getting about two-thirds of what we typically would order. Um, there's some days our, our food, food reps will call us and they say we might not be able to get you anything. Some analysts blame COVID for an apparent chicken supply shortage. The pandemic caused poultry plants to reduce staff. The virus also made people stay home. And lots of Americans order comfort food, such as wings, for delivery. What happened is we didn't have optimal chicken distribution. Some chicken was in some parts of the world and needed to be in other parts of the world. We just couldn't move it around. Add to those factors a bad winter and power outages in major poultry producing states like Texas and Arkansas, according to the National Chicken Council. And your favorite. <laughs> Not the National Chicken Council. That still makes me laugh. So it's bad out here, y'all. Ciao. And you know if they're running low on chickens, what comes from chickens? Eggs. Eggs will be the next thing to run low. Now, let me say this, okay? I, I, we all know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I wear that hat proudly. Now that all this is coming out, right, with the chicken, you know, being scarce, do y'all not see the conspiracy in this? Where Remember 2019 was the big chicken sandwich rush. Remember, Popeye's. They became, you know, a national, I mean, they were everywhere. Remember there were long lines, folks were fighting, cutting each other off. People were cussing out Popeye employees for not having chicken sandwiches. Remember when all them folks ran to Popeye's to go get those Popeye's chicken sandwiches? And I'm not even thinking to myself, where's all this chicken coming from? Is there that much chicken to satisfy all these needs? All these viral videos of people eating chicken sandwiches. And then after that, what happened? Then McDonald's wanted to revamp their chicken menu. 
then Burger King and Wendy's and everybody was having chicken sandwiches. Oh, ours is better than Popeye's. Ours is better than Chick-fil-A. Became the big chicken sandwich war. Well, now we ran out of chicken in 2021. So it, it's crazy what's going on right now. But I believe that's what ushered it in. That whole viral situation with the Popeye's chicken. I believe that is exactly what ushered it in. People just being gluttonous, eating, no disregard. These mukbangs, how the mukbangers doing? They still feeding their faces? Well, they make money so they can afford to. So I guess it don't matter. They make a lot of money, you know, just stuffing themselves. But, you know, food is going to, you know, all of this stuff is really going to be affecting the entire country because food prices are going up. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I'm a vegan, I'm a vegetarian. That's fine. Everything is going up. Because again, the grains, the fruits, the vegetables. Remember last stream, I was talking about almonds and avocados. There's a water shortage in California. So a lot of things are going to be affected. But people are, you know, really, people don't care about avocados and almonds like that, right? Because it's healthy. They don't care. But when it comes to chicken, bitch, this was on every blog. <laughs> you know, black folks. <laughs> This is all over the shade room, Hollywood Unlocked. I said, oh, y'all want to talk about the chicken shortage, but not the avocado and almond shortage. I see y'all. You know, black folks, we love our chicken, honey. This was all over the news today. That's how I saw on social media. This is a chicken shortage. You damn, you damn right. The damn Popeye's chicken craze created all this. And then on top of everything else that has happened. So, you know, it's crazy. It's really crazy, the stuff that's going on right now with food. It's getting expensive. You know, and um, the thing that's also going on, too, that people need to understand is not only like, you know, the, the food prices going up. We talked about the gas shortage, you know, so it's going to be a lot of things. So you definitely are going to want to stock up. Don't be a hoarder. Think of your neighbors, but definitely stock up. But things are going to go, you know, a lot more sky high because so many things happen just in the span of a few months. So it's really interesting to see all of this. It's just crazy how everything is coming together. And this leads me to talk about Bill Gates. Now, if you guys do not know, it was just announced today that him and Melinda Gates, they're filing for a divorce. They have decided to go their separate ways. Now, I also believe that this is why Bill Gates was buying all this farmland. Because again, like the old saying goes, who, who controls the, the food supply controls the people. So that's why he's buying all this farmland across America, because at that point he can control what the people eat. He's also making a lot of things um, with uh, veganism. He's making what I like to call Franken food. He's creating a lot of food in the laboratory. He's creating meat. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like everything should have a soul. I don't know how I feel about people eating something that was grown in a laboratory, you know, that's supposed to be meat. It's just weird. I don't think we were meant to create to eat things like that. So there's a big push on this. And I know even for me, I've been doing vegetarianism for a long time. You know, sometimes I do eat fish so I can be pescatarian as well. But I remember when I started, when I became vegetarian years ago, this was like back in like 2009, 10-ish. There wasn't a lot of options. You know, you had some Morningstar stuff. You really couldn't even go out to eat because it just wasn't really a lot of options. You had to make a lot of stuff 
for yourself at home. And what I've noticed now, when you go to the store, there's a lot of vegetarian options, a lot of vegan options, there's vegan restaurants and things like that, which is good. But I also find it very interesting that this, this huge push now to push people towards vegetarianism and eating food grown in the lab, I find that very strange because this has always been a country that's all about their meat and potatoes. You gotta eat meat with every meal and you don't have to at all. But that's what was ingrained in a lot of us growing up. You know, when you eat your meal, there should be chicken or beef or turkey or fish, something on your plate. So when I see the country now trying to push everybody towards eating vegetables and, you know, things grown in the laboratory, I just find it strange. Even like some of these fast food joints. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but even like the Impossible Burger at Burger King. I've tried it. It's a whole vegan burger. It tasted decent. But even as I was eating it, I was like, I wonder what's all in here. Is it a Morningstar burger? Did, did, you know, Bill Gates create this and send it to like, what is in here? <laughs> I don't know. You know, so it's just, it's kind of nerve wracking. I just find it strange that they're really pushing this. You know, and it's all over the news. And I think that they're pushing this because they're destroying the planet. You know, growing animals two times their rate, making chickens, you know, have bigger titties than me. They're falling over and shit because everybody wants chicken breast on their sandwich. They're pumping it with hormones. Like this chicken got some big ass titties. It's a damn chick with double D's. <laughs> you know, so they're doing a lot of stuff to the food. You know, they can take a baby cow and make an adult cow in six months. That's not normal. This is why, you know, a lot of these kids out here, they look like grown men and women. You got 15-year-old boys, six foot five with a whole beard. Damn, you look like a grown-ass man. You're only 15. Fall back. Ain't trying to go to damn jail. These little girls out here are more developed than me. 15 and 16 look like grown women. But it's all coming from the food. And I think because they've done so much, they sped up the process. You got all these cows. You got certain cities in North Carolina that are just funky because of all the methane gas from the cows and from the pigs. And it's destroying the ozone. It's destroying the environment, the water system. So now they're trying to reverse all of that. And now they're trying to push everybody towards veganism. But then the problem with that is the water supply is running low. The water is being affected worldwide. And it takes a lot of water to grow fruits and vegetables and things like that. So I don't know what's going to happen in the future, honey. I'm not trying to make this a doom and gloom. I don't know what's going to happen with the food. You know, what will food look like 10 years from now? Who knows? Will we still be eating chicken? We, we watched, remember we watched that documentary on Netflix, Discord? We did a whole Netflix and chill. It was called Seaspiracy, the overfishing of the oceans. I didn't know it was that damn bad. Just killing sharks for their fins. Killing dolphins just because the dolphins eat the fish in its competition. I'm like, whoa, boy, 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 this world is sick. This world is really sick. We are destroying this planet and it's sad. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. So let me go ahead here. Um, we got over 12,000 people. Thank you guys for joining. Come through. Hit that like button. Let me read to y'all Bill Gates' statement. This is what he posted earlier today. Let me show y'all this real quick. So he took to Twitter, he, him and Melinda were trending. He says, after a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made a decision to end our marriage. Over the last 27 years, 
We have raised three incredible children and built a foundation that works all over the world to enable all people to lead healthy, productive lives. We continue to share a belief in that mission and will continue our work together at the foundation. But we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. In this next phase of our lives, we ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this new life. Melinda Gates and Bill Gates. Child, okay. People get divorced every day, B. Like, I don't know. Like, he don't put out a whole statement. Like, nobody, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I didn't wake up this morning like, oh, I wonder how Bill and Gates's, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates's relationship is going. Like, nobody, you guys are a couple goals. Like, it's a fuck. Like, I've been more stressful with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, no. Not Queen B and King Jay-Z. No one cares. I mean, he don't put out a whole statement like people were crying to nobody. Nobody cares. Okay. We're, we're more interested in why you're buying up all the farmland, sir. Okay. Put out a statement on that shit. What are your plans with all this farmland that you're buying all over the country? We don't give a damn about your divorce. I don't look like no loving couple any damn way. She looked like she sleeps in her own room. He sleeps in his own room. I don't get sexy vibes from either one of them. <laughs> You know, but hey, they'll be fine. She'll be fine. You know, she's probably going to walk away with millions in the divorce. You know, he's good. He's never going to have to worry about money. So they'll, they'll both be fine. You know, so good luck to them on, on that. But yeah, he put out a whole statement, honey. I was like, because I seen them trending. I said, oh, shit, what they do now? And everybody was like, oh, they're getting divorced. Okay. Like nobody, like literally nobody cared. No one cared. Let's see here. Eli Garcia sent $50 says the reason I believe vegetarianism is being pushed is because the Green New Deal is being pushed. That would put China as the number one producer as China makes a chemical needed for all the batteries. Mm, I didn't even know that. So thank you so much for that information. But it makes sense. You know, like I said, I just been seeing a big push as of late, like in the past, I would say three years trying to push everybody towards, you know, a more quote unquote healthy lifestyle, vegetarianism. And it's not coming from a genuine place. It's not about like, you know, the health of your human body. Again, like she said, there's, there's some shit in the mix. China, batteries, Green New Deal. Now it makes sense. <laughs> so thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, Patricia Austin says, I've been missing your lives. I appreciate all the work you do. You always look gorgeous. I love you and many blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much, Patricia. I appreciate you and thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Journey with Best and $49.99. Thank you so much, Journey. Says, I'm plant-based, which is more natural and healthier than vegan. I tell people who want to eat vegan that they are better off eating real things than vegan. Mm, that's interesting. Thank you. And that's another thing, too, is that a lot of this stuff that's processed and that's already cooked, like, you know, like now there's all types of like, you know, vegan pot pies. Um, they had those at Walmart. They're pretty good. You know, I've tried them. They're pretty good. You know, they have like a lot of these um, prepackaged vegan meals, but some of them can be just as fatty as eating, you know, a hamburger, or, you know, so that's some of the things that people need to watch out for, too, is that sometimes people think because they're vegetarian and vegan, those calories, I mean, granted, you're eating lettuce, but if you're going to dump a bunch of damn vinegar and oil and, you know, vinaigrette and all that stuff, that adds up too, you know, so we got to be mindful of that as well. So thank you. 
Uh, Queen C sent four ninety nine says, "Hey T, stopping by to show love. I think my family is responsible for the chicken shortage. We had chicken like four days a week last week. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat. Yes, a lot of people are very upset about that chicken shortage. I can't blame them. I can't blame them at all. Uh, let's see here." Um, Michelle Santiago says, you have to watch the movie Super Size Me. Not only do they talk about the health side effects and the fact that fast food, but how the food is affecting kids' bodies like girls and starting their periods early. Thank you so much. I've seen that. That's like an old documentary from like years ago. And then he made Super Size Me too. So, yep, I have seen those. And he did, I mean, he ate McDonald's like every day for like a month or something. And his cholesterol went up. He got a gut child. He put his body, he 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 crawled so we could run. <laughs> like, I'm glad it was better in your system than ours. But yeah, that was a really good documentary. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Fanta sent a 1999 sticker. Says you are amazing. Thank you so much, Fanta. Uh, let's see here. Jasmine Monet says 27 breaks down to breaks down to number, which is the ending of a cycle. We live through the cycle of 9.27 is also the age of which the spirit returns. I have no idea what, what you're talking about. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. I, I don't, I, I can't even think of like what you're talking about with number 27. I don't know. Let's see here. Jeff Petway says, just wanted to send a super chat. Love you, T. Love you too. Thank you so much. Um, and Gozi. Okay. She broke down the, the pronunciation. Thank you so much. Says, love you, T. My daughter is 11. She's 5'5 five, five and 145 pounds and a C cup. She's not fat, but she's huge, tall, and thick. I'm changing her diet. It's the hormones and the food. She never overeats. Wow. She's 11 and she's 5'5, five, five, 145. Yeah. And a C cup. Yep. She She's about the size of my grown ass. Yeah, it's true. Like, I look at my little niece. You know, I have two nieces, but my niece who, I think she's she's 10. She's 10, 11. She's like 5'7". She be walking up. I'm like, hey, auntie, you need to, don't be come, come walking up to me all tough. Be that same little girl you were two years ago. Yes, these kids are huge. She's literally like, she's like 5'9". I, I, I don't know. It's the food. It is the food. These kids, they look so big, you know, and a lot of it is that diet, you know, you can try and you just have to like really focus on starting them young, eating healthy, you know, not depending on fast foods and things like that. But a lot of it is in the food. You know, even if you're not eating McDonald's every day, if that chicken that you're cooking at home and baking, if it has those same hormones and, and things in its system, then it's no different than going to a fast food restaurant. You know, and that's the part that's scary. But yeah, a lot of these kids, man, they're big. I got some big old nieces. I'd be like, what the, what in the hell? Yeah, I'm like the shortest. And I'm not even that short, but like all my nieces and nephews are like super big. Like these are some big ass kids. <laughs> and that's on both sides. That's on my ex-husband's side. I still claim them. They're still my nieces and nephews. And those are the ones on my side too. These kids is huge, man. Let's see here. Um, Headbanging Princess says, my boyfriend is a chef, and he says the Impossible Burger is more unhealthy than a regular burger because of all that needs to be added to taste good. Mm. 
Now that's interesting. That's interesting. I could believe that. I could believe it. It was a good sandwich though. It did taste good. But you know, like I said, it just always makes me feel funny when I get things like that because it's like, what all is in here? You know? So like for me, a lot of times I like making my own burgers, um, veggie burgers. I'll get the morning star, the grillers. Like those are my favorite. I really like those. So like during the barbecue, I'm the one person like, don't you touch my shit, all that pork and, and ham and chicken. It's on that grill. You know how people always want to come to, you know, oh, I've never, I've never had a veggie burger. You're not going to have one today either. Go over there with the hamburgers, okay? I can't eat that. You don't, you can't. You don't need to come over here to the vegetarian side. I'll be going after in barbecues. I'll bring a whole bag of veggie grillers and throw them on the grill. People always want to try some others. Don't try it with me. Go get your own shit from this because it's expensive. A whole pack is like six, seven dollars. Go to the store, go buy your own veggie grillers, and then you try it. <laughs> I'll be going after a barbecue steak with that grill. Don't come over here. Oh, I didn't know you had vegetable shish kebabs. I like vegetables. I'm sure you do. Go get a hot dog. <laughs> I'm for that. <laughs> Jojo said 9.99 says love you, team. I'm at work. Stop by to say hello. What's up with the people in these super weird chats? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Alex Fancy says, hey, T, I never comment. Just wanted to show you some love. Thank you so much, Alex, and thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you coming through. Uh, let's see here. Asian Muhammad says, hey, sis, again, my name is pronounced, oh, Asaya. <laughs> uh, not like the content. Oh, but it's spelled like Asia, but it's Asaya. That's weird. Why didn't they just spell it how, it's, how you wrote it out? Huh, okay. Well, that's cool. Thank you for the super chat. She sent a $50 super chat. From Canada, she says, I'm glad you're doing better from the last stream. Did you see Japan further destroying our waters by dumping nuclear waste? And the one from Hiroshima. No, I have not kept up with Japan and their nuclear dumping, but um, it's being reported that Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, they're buying islands in Hawaii. So I don't know what that's about. So... But I'm, I might have to look into the thing about Japan, you know. And they keep wondering why people keep getting sick out there with all types of cancers and everything else. They just dump shit into the water. It's crazy. Um, Omar S. says, hey, T, with the extra side of lovely, what is the video link about the processed foods you were talking about? Where can I find that? Um, I'll have to look for it and then post it once the stream is over. I can post it um, in the comments. But it, it was good. I enjoyed it. It's long, but he was saying some real stuff. Um, Realist XOXO says there have been a few deaths associated with the River Thamus in London lately. And I instantly thought of your late videos. Truth is stranger than fiction. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for the super chat. So you guys, I've been on here officially an hour and 30 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log off. But I thank you guys for coming to the stream today and just supporting me. And, you know, like I said, I'm still going to, you know, keep making YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I just can't really fool with Instagram like that. My, I think eventually I really want to eventually move over into podcasting. That's what I really want to do more and more. You know, we're still working some things out, but I really enjoy podcasting. I just, I, I think for me, it's just less anxiety. I know when I do a podcast, I don't have to worry about 
things being demonetized, getting crazy emails from YouTube. You know, it's just, I, I post my content, I speak my truth and it's cool. You know, like thank God for Spotify, you know? So thank you guys once again. So I will talk to you all later. You guys have a good evening. Bye.